Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, good morning, church. Let us uh, begin our service this morning by turning to page 100 in the green hymnal. Okay. The first, third, and fifth verse. It came upon the midnight clear. The glory song of old, the angels bending the earth to touch their harps of gold. Peace on earth. The world is solemn, still mystery to hear the angels sing. Yet with the war of sin and strife, the world has suffered long Beneath the heavenly hymn Have rolled through thousand years of wrong And when do you Bears not the brightest wisdom bring. Oh, rush the noise and cease your strife when hear the angels sing. Oh, Lord. Days are hasting on by prophets in the fold. When with the ever certain shall come the time for those. Without 
Let's turn to page 92. Joy to the world, verse 1 and 4. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let the earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature see, and heaven and nature see, and heaven and heaven and nature see. He ruled the world we true and great And make the nation true The glory of His righteousness And wonders of His love And wonders of His love And wonders and wonders of His love Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Spirit, we welcome you this morning. We woke up this morning. It was another day that you've given us, that we can come before you and worship you, Lord. Be with us in our work this morning, we pray. Be with all those who are here present. Open their hearts and minds always, my Lord, to receive what you have for us today. So glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and evermore shall be, world without end. In Jesus' name. Amen. You shall be seated. We will have the announcement at this time. Aloha and Merry Christmas. Meli Kalihimaka to all of you. Uh, just a quick announcement. On the second uh, Saturday in January, the 9th and 10th, we'll be celebrating or doing our Puli Hamal here at the church. So more details will be followed. Um, Kahu is working on, on the program. But I just wanted to... Uh, Make that announcement so that you can put it on your calendar. It'll be on Saturday, January 9th and 10th. And we look forward to an exciting 2016. We have some new things happening in January and more announcements to follow. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else uh, have any other announcement you'd like to make? We'll have a present, music presentation by our children at this time. Wow. Oh. The children are going to sing a song called Happy Birthday, Jesus. This is to God and to all of us, our family in Christ.
Okay, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie will sing a song and then Linda and, uh, and Lani going to sing another. Did you know that your baby boy has come to make a new? This child you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would give the sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm the storm with his hand? Mary, did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? And when you kiss your baby boy, you have kissed the face of God. Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know The blind will see The deaf will hear The dead will live again The lame will leap The dumb will speak and praise the Lamb Mary did you know that your baby boy the Lord of all creations Mary did you know that your baby boy will come the day rule the nations did you know that your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb? This sleeping child you're holding great. I am very, did you know? Mary, did you know? Aloha.
Aloha. We're going to do, the, the girls are going to do Hawaii um, Silent Night for you. And we're going to be singing in Japanese, Hawaiian, and English. So I uh, hope you enjoy this. Oh, lo, lo, li, 
Also through the window. This fellow here, Robert, sleeps right out here. Yes, he's homeless. Yes. I asked him, Robert, please come and join us. And he's here. You know why? The Spirit led him. God led him. The Spirit led him here. This time of service, this time where we have to fellowship with someone. Robert, tell us where you're from. Uh, home in New York. Yes. And how long have you been out here sleeping? Two years. Wow. Three years. But praise God, because this morning, he also heard, I asked him, come and join us. And he said, yes. He didn't hesitate. He said, yes, to Bible study. And it's such a wonderful thing because Mary Alice has given Bible study in Revelation. Revelation. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
school. And it was more about the church. That's exactly people getting saved. That people getting saved. Here he is, church. Give him a hand for it. Welcome, my brother. Welcome. Our scripture reading for this morning is found in the book of First Timothy, chapter 2, verses 1 to 8. It is written, I urge then, first of all, that position, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peacefully and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man called Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnesses at all all to at the proper time. And for this purpose, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. Any true and faithful teacher of the Gentiles. Therefore, I want the men everywhere to pray, lifting up holy hands without anger or disputing. Father, we thank you for these words you've given us. And like always, my Lord, let us hear the word. Let us keep it in our heart that we may not sin against you. In Jesus' name, amen. And at this time, I'm proud to have my brother, Mr. Alan Love, to come here and uh, witness before us. Alan, please. Good morning, church. Good morning. You know, I always talk about this when I get here, and I just feel like i got to use up some of my minutes already. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that gentleman at that was just up here? That uh, Robert. Robert, Robert, keep coming. I have a story to tell you, of course. You know, I always have a story to tell. Um, I used to have a church that was called Rock, R-O-C-K. And you, you all may have, may not have seen in years past, vans going around that had R-O-C-K on the side. That was our organization. We uh, worked with kids that had behavioral issues Monday through Friday. Saturday we had a kids' church, and Sunday we had a regular church. So we didn't have days off for like seven or eight years, but that's not what I was going to get to. There was a gentleman by the name of Lon Berryhill that slept in a dumpster outside of our church. Okay. See, it's good already after what you all have just seen here. It's good already. Mr. Lon Hill had had a hard time. He had cancer. He lived in California. He ended up here and couldn't get back home. He lost his wife. He lost his kids. And he was just on the street, just kind of giving it up. Okay. He had been a Christian. He was one of the early members of Calvary Chapel when they were just getting started. Okay. So he had some church history. The man knew the Bible like crazy. Like crazy. Okay. He ended up coming up to to our, our place with his basket and he came in and he scared Kathy to death she was there by herself at the time <laughs> and she called me up and said you need to get in here this guy's coming in here with a basket he's telling us I don't know what's going you know she got kind of freaky and, and rightfully so <laughs> but he came in and I talked to him and he stole my heart right away and uh, was that a was that a Bible study night or what was that yeah that was a Bible study night and you know 
I'm going to say this very gently and very, very carefully, but you never know who God sends your way. We raised an offering for him that night. It was $40, something like that. <sighs> he paid tithes out of his $40. Amen. He said, this, is, this belongs to you guys. We just never know what we're dealing with. And sometimes I really do believe that we're entertaining angels unaware. I've known this guy for almost 10 years now. He's still very faithful about coming to the Bible studies that, that I've been doing for years. He's, he goes to three different churches. He's homeless, okay? He's not anymore. Okay, God blessed him. To where he, he rooms now, and he's been doing that for six, seven years, something like that. But he goes to three different churches. He's a sound man for Nellis Baptist Church. He goes to Shadow Hills Baptist Church. I knew that was the other one. And then he comes and, and be with us uh, uh, on Thursday nights for Bible studies. Okay. For years, he rode a bicycle, and God blessed him, and somebody gave him a car. Okay. And so he has a car now that he putt-putts around in. You never know when it's going to work and when it's not, but it hasn't stopped working for as long as I've known he had that car. So, you know, God is good when it's all said and done. But we just never know when we're entertaining, you know, somebody that God loves, and that's everybody, <laughs> okay? And so be very, very careful as we deal with people that we don't know that might seem to be less fortunate than us because God has their hands on them too. Cool stuff, cool stuff. He's a great guy. He actually, <laughs> end of story here, he actually became my assistant pastor for a while, Okay. And we shut down here about five or six years ago. And, uh, you know, he, he, like I say, he's knowledgeable like you wouldn't believe. He bring, he's got all kinds of, of uh, technical books about, you know, the Bible and the early church and all that stuff. He's an amazing man. And he's an ex-Marine. Okay? I mean, he's, it's not like he's, he's messed up his life. But he has such a testimony. He tells about the times he's almost wanted to uh, commit suicide. Um, he is a, a representative for Kathleen. Um, what's the name of the organization he's a representative Voice of, the Voice of the Martyrs Yeah, and so you know again this guy when I met him he said I, I sleep in your trash can area because you got the cleanest trash cans in town he said <laughs> <laughs> okay but you never know what God's doing out there get involved get involved we celebrate let's get started here we were celebrating during this, this wonderful time a very important birth for us the most important birth in all of history let's face it it was he has made it possible for us to have access to eternal life and that's what I'm going to talk about this morning our hope because see it's a great thing that he was born we were all born okay it's a great thing that he lived we all lived it's a great thing that he died we're all going to die for God's sakes, but here's where the hope is. And yeah, it's kind of an Easter lesson, but it's about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So I'm going to start. These are just all scriptures that I'm just going to say a little bit on again. I know I've used up a lot of minutes already. And so here we go. I've got Titus here on the, the second chapter, the 11th through the 14th verse. It says, for the grace of God has been revealed... Bringing salvation to all people. 
Jesus Christ was born and his life happened over 2,000 years ago and it's revealed to us today. We are basking, if you will, in the glory and honor that God made possible to us through Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow. Wow. And you know, when um, Mill, Millie, Millie, when she brought those kids up, I had already started crying because this is, you know, this is, this is good stuff for us. Kids sing about his glory. Old people sing about his glory. Young people sing about his glory. We sing about his glory. And that's a great thing. There's nobody else in history that's got this much attention. Okay. So let's go a little further. You know, again, I'm trying to keep these tears back because it is exciting to me. And I know that the Lord is punishing me. And this is kind of a joke. But, you know, you can ask my wife. I start playing Christmas music about August. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I think I waited till about November this time. <laughs> and so I think the Lord is, 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 is punishing me because, I, you know, I, I just like to praise God. That's all there is to it. I love to praise God. I don't care what form it takes. I don't care where it is. You know, I, I, that's, that's just me. It's my nature. So, you know, like I say, I think he's punishing me because I, I can't stop crying sometimes. But... <laughs> Uh, the twelfth chapter, or twelfth verse says, "And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures." And you know, we obviously have to stick that in there because it's not all fun and games. We have a responsibility to God. Okay, yeah. we have a responsibility. So, see, there it is. We should live in this evil world with wisdom and righteousness and devotion to God. Where does wisdom come from? God, I had a, we had our Bible study Thursday night, and uh, uh, I tell them that they're all leaders, okay? And that's because they are. When you, when you accept Christ as your Savior, you're going to lead somebody to Christ if you're for real. That's just what's going to happen. And so there's a few of them that are really into it, and, and, and they have a lot of zeal for God. And you know that scripture, but not according to knowledge sometimes. So I've always told them to stay with the scripture. That's what I do. I like the scripture. I like to stay with it. You always have somebody that has your back if you stay with the scripture. So I, I went upstairs. I said, you guys go ahead and carry on this conversation. I'm going to go upstairs real quick. And when I came back down, they were talking about philosophy. And they were talking about physics. And they were talking about all kinds of stuff. And I came down and Kathy said I fussed. I didn't think that I fussed. But she's told me several times that I fussed at everybody about that. But I said, you got to stay on topic. When you're dealing with each other, this is a Bible study. We don't want to talk. We don't give, want to give glory to anybody but God. Make sense? Yes. And so, you know, we, we got into that. We talked about that. But when we're out in the world, Satan will take you off subject so quick. If you're trying to do something for God, it's not funny. And we have to learn to stay on focus. We are God's ambassadors. We're not Einstein's ambassadors. We're not anybody else's ambassadors but Jesus Christ. And we got to keep that focus. That's what it's about. That's our job. That's our life. That's who we are. That's who we are. Okay, let's go back. That was all about wisdom, too. 13 says, while we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ will be revealed. So see, there's more. We're having a good time here. Yeah, there's been some tough times. But overall, we've been having some good times because we have our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ watching our back. Okay, but there's there's more. We ain't even we ain't even scratch the surface, and it's not in here, I don't think. But the Bible says that eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has it been revealed 
in the heart of man the good things that God has in store for us. Now, it says after that, but he has revealed some of it to us. And we know that if we look at Revelations, we can see a little bit more of it. But that's for another time. <laughs> 14 says he gave life to free us from every kind of sin to cleanse us and to make us his very own people. And watch this. Totally committed to doing good deeds. Totally. Not just on Sunday, just on Bible study night, just when we're feeling holy. We got to be totally committed to doing good stuff for God. That's Christianity. That's what we got to reach out for. Have we perfectly gotten to that? Of course not, but that needs to be our goal. Okay, there's a disciple that Jesus loved. How am I doing so far? There's a disciple that Jesus loved. His name was John. And he made a testimony about Jesus Christ himself. And and he was a special guy because he could say it really plain. And so all of them, they had their different angles. They did it from a Jewish point of view and and all this. But John was just, he just loved God. And so here's what he said. We proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes, touched him with our own hands. He's the word of life. Okay? So, you know, John gets right down to it. He, he makes it real for us. We can say, oh, I accepted Christ, and, you know, so many times going on that. But he said, you know, we touched him. We saw him. That, that's a real testimony when it, when it gets inside that much. You know, that's a real testimony there. Then he says, this one who is life itself was revealed to us, and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. Okay? Jesus Christ is eternal life for us. There is nobody else but Jesus Christ. The guy that we're celebrating his birth during this season. I mean, when you get technical, yeah, we don't know the exact date. And that's not what's important. The important part is that he lived. He lived. He was with the Father and he was revealed to us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. We have a joy in Jesus Christ. We have a joy that started over 2,000 years ago. And it's still showering down on us today. We're still feeling the effect of that one little baby and those 12 apostles that brought all this stuff down to us today. And we're not even Jews. Think about that. We have in our Bible study a guy that is literally a cultural Jew. He has accepted Jesus Christ. He brings something to the Bible study that nobody else can bring. Okay? He's special to God. But so are we. But he has a different kind of way of bringing things across because he's really into the Torah. Okay, he was really, really into the Torah. So everything he says reflects back to that. And yet he's accepted Christ. And so he's he's making a transition like you like like we don't have to because we don't have that kind of culture in us. Okay, I'm more than halfway through. Is it, am, I, am I a little slower? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to go a little faster. I'm thinking of look. What do I need to skip? How are we doing? 
Okay, okay, okay. Because I have a second page here, but it's only about that big. It's not a whole separate page. So, so we're halfway down. Okay. So John also said in the 14th chapter, verse 1 through 7, I'm just going to read some of this and try not to say too much. says, and, and this is a good part. Everybody's heard this. So this is just a reminder for us. It says, don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Jesus said, trust also in me. So it's not too late even now. Because these scriptures are brought to us today. If there's anybody here that hasn't really fully committed to trusting in God, now's a good time. Now's a good time. It can be now. It doesn't have to be a certain time. It doesn't have to be a certain place. If you're a little scared about it right now, do it when you get home by yourself and say, Hey, Lord, hmm, help me to get, to just get closer to you, to understand what, you're, what you want me to do. I'm, I'm giving up, Lord, as best as I know how. Accept me, Lord. You say it and he'll accept you just like that. Doesn't take anything special. I come from a Pentecostal church where we roll all around the floor and, and all that stuff. And, you know, and, and yeah, sometimes for some it might take that. And that's okay. It's, it, the Bible doesn't say that. Okay. God had to knock Paul out on the road to Damascus. But if we fall on the floor, we probably call Paul paramedics now. We don't know what's going on. You know. <laughs> So, you know, understand that, you know, it doesn't matter how you accept him, just accept him. That's what's important. Okay. So, when everything is ready, Jesus said, I will come and I'll get you. Hmm. So that you will always be with me where I am. And you will will know the way. Because I'm going there to prepare this place for you. So see that our future is completely, 100%, totally taken care of. And here's a scary thing for me, and I always ponder this in my mind. It took God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit six days to build this beautiful place that we call Earth. I mean, yeah, we've messed up some of it, but you go to a place like Yosemite or Yellowstone or go to some of those places in the islands, if you will, and it's just beautiful. Six days. 2,000 years ago, he said he's going to prepare a place and we don't see where he stopped yet. Talk about beautiful. What more can he do? I mean, that, that, that's why he said eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. You know, that's why he said that. Because it's going to be more beautiful than anything we got here. Wow. That's something to hope about. That's something to think about. That's something to praise God about. Because it's going to be glory. Gonna be glorious. Okay, I'm gonna skip the rest of that, so I missed three verses. So let's get down to, and it'll be all right because the rest of it's good too. <laughs> In Hebrews 10, 35 and 39, it says, "So do not throw away this confidence. Trust in the Lord. Understand that sometimes we can get a little bit discouraged. Understand that we can get a little bit um, downtrodden about things that are going on in our life." And that's called being human, but don't give up your trust in God. And see, for the strong people in here, watch this. Nobody wants to deal with this because James, James was a hard-headed guy. He said, you, you need to straighten up. He said, <laughs> he said, count it all joy when you fall in these kinds of things, these temptations. And all, you know, count it all joy. And see, a lot of us not ready for that. We get a little bit upset when things don't go our way. Okay. So, so, that, so that's not, you know, college course 101 there. That's a little bit heavier. But understand that we have a growing that we have to do. But no matter what, trust in the Lord. 
That's what I'm trying to get to here. Trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you when you trust in the Lord. Remember that, he said. Remember that. Our labor is not in vain in the Lord. Here's, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to read it first. 36 verse says, patient endurance is what you need. Think about how that when we joke about that. Don't ask God for patience. You might get it. How many people have heard somebody say that before? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my wife. And <laughs> some of y'all didn't want to raise your hand. <laughs> but if you need patience and the Bible says you need patience, you better ask the God, ask the Lord for patience. It's that simple. That's not a joke there. We need patience to get through some of the crazy stuff that's going on in our lives. We do. And it ain't going to come from nowhere but God. Get used to that one. Patient endurance is what you need so that you will continue to do God's will. Think about that. When times get hard, first thing we stop doing is going to church. Next thing we stop doing is praying. Next thing we stop doing is giving, you know, an offering to, to, to help in God's work. Okay? The very things you should do more of. The very things you should do more of. Think about that. Satan knows how to get to you because he's got to you before. He knows your name. He knows your name. Just a little while, the coming one will come and not delay. Remember, a thousand years is a day and a day is a thousand years. So we can't count time like God counts time. Just trusting. Just trusting. I'm going to skip the rest of that and get to the last page. Okay, here's how it works. Here's how it works. First Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18, and then I'll be finished. Except for a little bit of page I got back, but that's another story. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we want you to know what will happen to believers who have died so you will not grieve like those with no hope. Think about that. Those people that we know that hasn't embraced God and his word, when things go wrong, they're ready to shoot somebody, they're ready to commit suicide. You know, it really gets bad out there when you don't have hope. For you that have accepted Christ, you have hope. Here's that hope. For since we believe that Jesus Christ died and rose, and rose raised again, we also believe that Jesus return, will return. God will bring him back with the believers who have died. Very important that we realize that we should do everything in our power to get those loved ones saved, those friends saved, because we don't know what our tomorrows are. Got to take a little bit of a side trip again. I am a chaplain for a hospice service. I probably see more dead people than anybody and everybody in this room. Okay? Unless you guys are in that type of work. Okay, I do. Several a week. And I've been doing it for a year and a half. Okay, and it's nothing worse than seeing people wailing and crying in pain. And not having any hope that that pain will be over with or that their tomorrows are taken care of. And some of that pain is literally emotional because they don't know what comes next. Sometimes I can get to them in time and sometimes I cannot. Uh, I, I, am a, a, um, I have my license to a place called International Seminary in Florida. And every year they send me a form and i got to answer stuff, certain stuff. And they say, how many people have been saved under your ministry? Praise be to God, it's usually 50 or more. That's almost one a week. People accept Christ on their deathbed. 
you're not on your deathbed. Get at it. There are people dying right now, either emotionally or physically, without this hope that we have. We need to get it to them however we can. If Pastor Ralph say, I'm tired of him talking so much, he ain't coming back to at least next Christmas. <laughs> when I come, I hope there's no, I hope they're just lined up down the aisle and all down here. And the, I mean, the, the choir and the, the, the band people won't have any room. Fill this place up. Fill it up. Get people saved. Save them from hell. You don't hear that word a lot in church anymore, hell. It's real. The Bible talks about it. People are going there. It's serious stuff. It's serious stuff. Okay, let's go a little bit further. We tell you this directly from the Lord. We who are still living and remain, will, uh, or let me get this right. We who are still living when the Lord returns will meet him in the air with those who have died. Okay, some people read that, some people not. But the people that are in the grave that have accepted Christ are going to get there just a little bit ahead of us. Just a little bit. Because we're all going to meet in there, so we're going to get there at the same time, but they're going to take off first. <laughs> okay? If you will. That's exciting stuff for me. You know, the last days is a whole other message, but the Bible says, according to certain things that have happened, that we are in the last days. It is very possible that everybody in here will not see a natural death. Because he could come before I get finished here. He could. <coughs> Exciting stuff. And if he does and we head up, we're going to see people, dead people, that are alive again, floating up there too. We don't know who's buried underneath this building. <laughs> we don't. I mean, we go start going up and here's this guy that, you know, looks a little funny, but he's alive again, you know. And, and you know, you know, uh, for you all that have seen, um, what's the name of the, the picture? Um, the picture about the rapture. Thanks a Left lot. Behind. Left behind. Left behind. Yeah. I mean, that was some, that was an interesting picture. And yes, it was just based on what they have and what we have about the Bible. But it's certainly a possible scenario. People are just going to disappear. I want to be one of them that disappears. It's that simple. I'd love not to die. I watch these people laying on the bed just screaming and hollering and, you know, we give them morphine and everything else and it still won't take away their pain. That's not, it doesn't look pretty. It doesn't look pretty. We're all going to die, though. One way or another, we're probably going to die if, if the rapture doesn't hurry. But it's something to think about. Okay. I'm going to skip all the rest of this, okay, and say that this time of celebration is of great value to us. Our Savior and soon coming King made his interest into the world and into our lives. We should praise God for his love to us that's represented in Jesus Christ. And I'm, I'm done except for the third page. I'm just going to read this real quickly. Real quickly. Ralph's, Ralph's going like this. Do you hear me? Mercy Me wrote some lyrics to an interesting song. And I'm just going to read the first two. I'm, I'm not a singer, so I ain't going to even go there. It says, I can only imagine what it would be like. You all know that song. When I walk by your side. I could only imagine what my eyes will see. When your face is before. Can you imagine looking Jesus in the face? 
See, we can't do that now because God said that we can't even see him and live right now, okay? But there's going to come a time when we can stand right there and see him face to face. Isn't that, isn't that exciting? Wow. And then he says, I could only imagine. He says, surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus? Or no, all? Oh, if you be still. Will I stand in your presence? On my knees will I fall? Will I sing hallelujah? Will I be able to speak at all? I could only imagine. I could only imagine. Something to think about, guys. We have, guys, we have a glorious future. Don't throw it away. Don't take it for granted. Let's do what God wants us to do. Reach out to people and continue to praise him. And God bless you. And thank you very much, Pastor Ralph, for letting me get up here. Well, my friend, I'm not going to wait till Christmas. You can come out Easter time next year. <laughs> Let not your heart be troubled, he said, as it's written. You believe my father, believe it also in me. For in my father's house, there are many mansions. And if it wasn't so, I would have told you. So I go and prepare a place for you. And when I come and receive you unto me, where I would be, there you'll be also. That is the rapture. That is what we're going to be looking for in our future. And it says here in all today's reading that uh, Apostle Paul talks about worship and prayer. And he uses that to present a greater truth. And the truth is that God's loving desire for you and I. In our worship and prayer, God's desire is to love you and I. And it's easy that uh, we can come uh, complacent with our faith. You know, most of us, we say, well, you know, God's supposed to love us anyway. Because he said, you know, God is love. So we can be uh, complacent with that, believing that, you know, we deserve that God love us. But God's love came through his son, our Lord Jesus Christ, on the cross. That's where his love come, and it's all about him, of, of who he is and not who we are. So God desired that we be saved. Salvation involves not only the, the Lord's deliverance for us for eternal for from death or from uh, sin, but to give us everlasting life. Yeah. And uh, when God looks at you and I, at our hearts, He sees nothing. He sees nothing that motivate Him to save you and I. There is no righteousness or goodness in us. Hmm? But he chooses to save you and I because of his love for us. And he's rich and full of mercy. That's our Lord. So we are to perform our work, continue to do our work in the church, so to speak. So we may see the goodness of him and give him all the glory. We are the light of the world, it says in Matthew five sixteen. So let your light shine before men. That they may see your good work and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. It's been the holiday season, he says here, that at times you must rest in Jesus. Though Christmas is a time of celebration, it can be filled with worry and busyness. Family trouble, loneliness, financial struggle. You know, some these are some of the things that will put you in stress. Not blessed. So although 
we dwell in these things and invite this agony over us, we must rest in Jesus. And how do we do that? Hmm? Through praise and worship. Rest in Him. Because He said He desired that we love Him above everyone and everything. So, if we are to love Him in, and love everyone in everything, that's what He said. So our holiday season this year, as we know, is the birth of Jesus Christ. And Pastor Allen had given a good report, very good report. But we know the story of Jesus. And it seems that on December, yeah, it's the, the birth of Jesus. And he's going to go through the same thing the next year. Be crucified, be cursed, and all this kind of thing for one year until we come back next December and celebrate his birth. So in the meantime, those 11 months, now what are we going to do? Well, God's desire love for us is what I just said. Study. Know who he is. You cannot trust anyone if you don't know who they are. I know I don't. Right? You wouldn't trust anyone. And talking about the needy, his story, it's very common all over the world. It even happened in our own homes. Things happen in our own homes. We see this. They're not sleeping in a trash can. But you know what? They are in the same situation. They have the same circumstances through other things. Walking around, uh, you know, all naughty, drugs, or whatever they're doing, drunk. It's the same thing. It's all, one thing is contrary to God. One sin is the whole sin. It doesn't matter. If you sin once, that's it. If you repent, that's it. If you give, that's what it is. So this is bring us the ending of the month of the year of 2015. And we should look back, look back on 2015, what you have accomplished in your life. When it comes to the work of God, what have you done? Is the church growing? I don't mean put thousand people in here. You. Is your heart growing? Is your mind growing? The oneness of, of us is what? Is our soul, our heart, our mind, and our spirit. God's spirit is the same for all of us. We created in his spirit, in his image. Our heart, soul, our soul, which is our heart, mind, and our will. These are, the, these are the things that need to be made right. So if we celebrate Jesus Christ's birth, giving us the chance for everlasting life, then we've got to be right with God. We cannot be pretending that we are. And like Pastor Allen was saying, when you do your work, do it. Just do it. I told my wife, you see the trash on the floor, just do it. Pick it up. But she calls me. <laughs> and she said that the reason why I called you, because I just want to see if you are obedient. So I tell my wife, yes, I am obedient. So I go and pick it up. Remember long, one Sunday I mentioned about a $100 bill in our Bible on the floor? Which one would you pick up first? 99.9 said $100. If you pick up the Bible, yeah, there's $200 in it. 
Hmm, it's better than $100, right? You see what I mean? Eh? But that's human nature. But that's your choice. So he desired that we love everyone and everything. He wants us to lay our burden upon him and experience his peace. Hmm. I was going to sing a song, but I'm not going to sing a song. I'm just, I'm just going to uh, sort of uh, read it out like Brother Allen did. See, uh, he's not a musician. And... Uh, Sometimes I, I, I sing too much in a way. So it's called peace. This is the time of the year, yeah? Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. So let there be peace. It's like this. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Let there be peace on earth, the peace that was meant to be. With God as our Father, children, all are we. So let us walk as family in perfect harmony. Let peace begin with me. Let this be the moment now. With every step I take, let this be my solemn vow. To take each moment and live each moment in peace and eternally. Let there be peace on earth. And let it begin with me. So Father, I pray and I thank you for these words you've given us. But I thank you for this day. For all those who have gathered here to come and listen and open their ears, as you say, my Lord, he who have ears, let him hear what the Spirit has said. So my Lord, to all of you, and my special holiday to all of you for Christmas, yeah, uh, make sure you folks do what you folks want, eat and all that, but please be back here Sunday. Uh, you know, I bring a friend and... And we're going to celebrate New Year. We, we might have something, I don't know. But nevertheless, my holiday greeting go to all of you. And I want to extend my, my aloha and my mahalo to, to the individuals who really made this church real well. They painted this church. They painted the outside. They fixed the window. And at times, things happen in between that we get nuha or we get angry. But nevertheless, the Lord's control of it, yeah? And it looks very wide. In fact, I look at the piano. The piano is very small. It used to be big, but it's small now. I don't know why. Maybe it's because uh, the painting this enlarged this church. But I want to extend, really, I'm grateful for what they did, you know? And even though the wife and I came down to feed them every day, but I couldn't wait for today to feed them the word. And I, I thank you once more. But you see, that is uh, when you do things unwillingly, yeah, with a heart, yeah, that's what God wants. So have a sincere heart, whatever you do. And let God be, be the judge of everything in your life. And I want to I want this close with this. This week as you prepare to celebrate the birth of our Savior, consider the love He has for you. Everything in the heart of God which is out to pour love upon you and I. So be open to receive it. Okay. I thank you. God bless all of you. Peace be unto you and Merry Christmas. Okay, at this time we'll have uh, the Lulu. Yes, we have the uh, offering at this time. And once again, thank you, uh, Alan. 
and you and your wife being here, and uh, our guests, special guests, all those who've been here the first time, we welcome you. Thank you, Ellen, once again. Oh, by the way, we're having lunch, you know, right after service. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we, we come for you at this moment to, to give all honor, glory, and praise, and thank you for what you have given us in physical and spiritual and in finances, my Lord. We pray that you bless the giver and the giver as well to build your kingdom. All glory and honor go to you, my Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us all rise for our closing so- for the doxology and our closing song. We wish you a Merry Christmas on page 138. If. <laughs> Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, in heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Let's turn to page 138, one verse. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And our closing prayer by Pastor Mili. Just the first verse. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. Glad tidings to bring to you and our King. Glad tidings for Christmas and a happy new
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.